Today's episode is brought to you by One Step Away Coaching. Finding your deepest why is one of the most rewarding experiences you can go through. When you get to your reason for living, life will have more clarity and direction than ever before. And yet getting there and staying there and living in that space takes time. And that's what I'm about at One Step Away Coaching. It's the reason why I do it. In order to get to the deepest reason for your living, many people need a guide in the process. And yet the irony of coaching is that you, the client, already know how to get there. My work as a coach is simply to uncover all those layers and find out from the places within you not only why they're important, but how to get there. And I believe with all my heart that every single one of us is only one step from moving toward that place of purpose and intentional direction. Everyone can take just one step. Let's together find that very next step for your journey into purpose, meaning, and intentionality. As always, the first session is free and we'll discover actionable steps that you can take even if we never talk again. But I believe once you see it's actually achievable, you'll actually want to keep going. Go to onestepawaycoaching.com to book your first session with me or to ask questions. That's one step away, O-N-E, onestepawaycoaching.com to find out more. And I look forward to hearing from you. If the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Welcome to the Free Indeed Podcast, where we believe in freedom, reaching everyone, everywhere. Here's your host, Mike Hansen. Welcome back to the Free Indeed Podcast. I'm Mike, and that over there is... I'm the sidekick. He's the sidekick who talks the most on this podcast. I just ask the deep questions. We are continuing with our simple format of asking one question to the the, DJ. I'm the rapper. That's right. He wraps up what I have to say or what I'm thinking. You wrap up. I guess I wrap up. Yeah. Uh, We have a lot of fun doing it. I hope you are listening to this and enjoying what we have to offer. Uh, With free indeed, we want to have fun, but we want to bring something real deep and helpful to you in your journey in or toward freedom from pornography. That's the common mission that we have here. And so, what we do, if you haven't ever listened to an episode, if this is your first episode, I generally ask a question of Kirk, and he chooses to not know it. He, he wants to hear the question for the first time mm-hmm. and record his reaction as we're talking about it, and we take anywhere from 15 to 25 or 30 minutes to discuss parts of this question and responses. So I want to lead from my heart, not my head. I, right. do, better, I do better out of my heart than I do my head. And then when my we go from away. your heart, we lose track of time. That's true. That's very so, true. We're trying not to take a lot of your time. One of these days, we'll probably have an hour-long episode or something, but these days, I'm trying to not do that to you. So here's the question for you, Kirk. You ready for it? Nope. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, you did that before, too. Yeah. So in, in the class that we have, the, the Free Indeed class, you talk about our common habit of medicating pain and how we don't work through it, meaning pain. Why, Kirk, is it important to work through pain? Pain. pain is an indicator, and pain indicates something. God gave us the gift of pain to indicate something in our life that needs to be dealt with, something in our life, in our existence, in our being that needs to be processed, uh, and something that needs to be worked through, something that, that needs healing. God is a healer. One of the things he is is a healer. And how could God call himself or be considered considered himself a healer if we never need healing so sometimes we do need healing and pain is the indicator of areas of our life where we need healing 
And so when we have pain, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's an indication. Now, the way we deal with pain, and I might be just completely skipping past your question, but the way we deal with pain in this world, in these times, particularly in America, is we medicate pain. We don't want to deal with pain. But at the same time, being able to function with some level of pain and being able to understand what that pain is communicating is important and is key to to our insides communicating to the world on our outside. So if there's a guy listening right now who's got a lot of pain in his life, maybe his, his wife is threatening or has just left and walked out. Maybe his kids are estranged from him. Maybe uh, he has no idea how to have a strong and intimate relationship with people, and that causes pain. Maybe his dad wounded him in the past, and he's never dealt with that pain, and it's still very real when he thinks about it. Uh, What do you say to someone who's got that kind of pain in their life? And maybe there's multiple layers of it even. Man, you just described all every all those examples you gave. <laughs> you, you're probably looking at me just describing everything you know about me because uh, all that stuff that you just you just laid out, man, is is what I've experienced and and um, and so through my experience and, and you know I recognize that you know I may be like even in the context of this podcast I may be the subject but I'm not the message in that you know I use my exam my story a lot but it ain't about me. I mean, this, everything that we're doing is not. And so I recognize that. But through the vehicle of my story and my experience, I recognize that, you know, that that we do have a lot of these life experiences, man, where it is painful. And some of the worst kind of pain, some of the worst pain I've ever experienced is loneliness. Loneliness can be extremely painful. And when you go through some of those deep painful wounds in life, whether it's uh, whether it's a breakdown of a relationship or whether it's some kind of uh, something that somebody has done for you or something along those areas, man, on top of just the pain of the existence of it all is the, is the, the pain of, of, of the loneliness that you feel when you're going through that whole thing. And quite often we take that loneliness on the end. We take that pain on the inside, and especially as guys, we just want to deal with it. And we just want to go hide in our corner, hide in our cave and just deal with that pain. And, and unfortunately, when we do that, we find ourselves medicating with that pain as opposed to dealing with it. Yeah, the dealing is not the – what you're talking about is not a, a real actual productive dealing with no, it. It's no, no, a no, short no. circuit. Yeah, it's absolutely – and that's not – I mean, that's the wrong way. I mean, yeah, to deal with it, you know, and it's kind of a guy – uh, I don't know, phrase, quote, just kind of a guy concept of, okay, I'm just going to suck it up and I'm just going to deal with it and all that. And no, I mean, that that's that's not the way we're working. Now, there are some things that I can't take your pain on, but I can absolutely walk with you through the experience of the painful experience that you're going through. And so, you know, when guys, when I talk to guys or when I live life with guys or when I coach guys or when I teach guys or whatever, I don't do any of that kind of stuff through a sense of morality of what's right and what's wrong and what you should or shouldn't do. I do everything. I can't judge anybody. I tell, I put my story out there right up front and in pretty specific and graphic ways where I can't judge anybody. Um, and, and I don't even allow myself to judge anybody. And I don't try to, at this point in my journey, I don't try to take on anyone else's struggle, anyone else's journey or anyone else's pain, but I do promise that, man, you won't have to do it alone. And, and if nothing else, I, I, I mean, I'll be there for you, man. And I, I mean, I, I'll help you in whatever way I can, if nothing else, by encouraging you. I have the gift of inspiration, of encouragement. And so I, I do that and I do that well. But, 
Um, but yeah, the whole notion of just sucking it up and, and dealing with it, that's, that's not cool at all. I mean, that, that's, that takes us to the place where we are easily picked off and we're not supposed to be dealing with anything by our, doing, dealing with everything by ourselves, especially the, the real tough, painful things in life. We're not supposed to. I was just, that was leading me to my next question. So how do you know when the pain that you're in is just something that you got to work through and suck it up? Or, okay, now I really do need to examine this and be in it, but also find a way to get out of it. I think, again, based on my experience, when pain is so great that you are compelled to medicate it in some kind of a way, that is when you need to reach out. I experience pain daily (laughs) in the terms of emotional pain, in terms of loneliness, in terms of, you know, in terms of... um, insecurity and doubt and all those kinds of things, those present as pain in my life. But when I get to the point where I am tempted or compelled to act out or to medicate that pain in some kind of a way, that's when I need to involve somebody. And that is why, generally speaking, in our culture, doctors write prescriptions. <laughs> because, and you and I happen to go to the same doctor. Matter of fact, you referred me to him. And and now we got several people going uh, to old Dr. West there. But um but that's why doctors write prescriptions because when you have that level of pain, you need to be going to somebody and presenting the symptoms of that pain and letting them help walk you through and diagnose that and have that doctor write you out a correct prescription. So when you get to the point of that pain being so great that it, it is compelling you to some kind of an action to deal with that pain, it needs to involve other people. And so when when you and and other friends of mine get texts from me saying – Hey, pray for me or I'm struggling with this or something like that. It's because I am at the point of if I don't reach out, I'm probably going to this is not going to end well for me in whatever this whatever this particular moment or whatever this particular pain is. So to me, that's the that's the that's the defining line. That's the tipping point of when you need to reach out to somebody else. When you're when you're in a place of the default reaction to pain is medicate the pain. That's that's the indicator. Yeah. I mean, when, when you need to do that, when it's that bad, you need to be reaching out to somebody. And, you know, most of us have somebody to reach out to. If you don't, if anybody listening to this doesn't have anybody to reach out to, there's a guy named Mike Hansen and there's a guy named Kirk Samuels that are here to, to, to talk to whoever you are. And we're pretty easy to find. Matter of fact, your email address is on the website too. Is it? Yeah. Is it just Mike at FreeND36.com? <laughs> that's exactly it. That's a shameless plug. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Mike at FreeND36.com. That's exactly it. Yeah, I'm more than happy to reach out to anybody. I was also consi- thinking about the, the pain of loneliness, which I have felt. I've felt lonely in a crowd before, and I don't like that. Um, and what happens – here's kind of the sequence that happens for me. Uh, the loneliness – breeds feelings uh, that are toxic, then I want to medicate mm-hmm. those toxic feelings. Mm-hmm. And I have found when those feelings, when I dwell on those toxic feelings, that's when the temptation is the strongest Yeah, uh, because those toxic feelings do nothing but hurt my, they, they hurt, <laughs> they make the pain almost worse. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're, they're, amplifying the pain and so that's what makes the temptation even stronger because it's i really want to medicate this and i'm not sure how to deal with it um want to speak to that well if you think about it medication is not really dealing with the pain it's just masking the pain you you medicate symptoms 
I mean, you, you, you're not really medicating the core issue of what it is. And so when you get into habitual medication, you're never really dealing with the source of what it is that's causing the pain. You're dealing with the, the symptoms of that. And so, you know, that's where we watch the, the commercials on TV for some kind of medicine. And it's like, yeah, it's going to, you know, this is going to help you with your ingrown toenail. It may cause, <laughs> you know, yeah, side mouth effects. bleeding and, you know, eyeball falling out and all this other kind of stuff. And it's like, whoa, I just got an ingrown toenail, bro. I mean, and so, yeah, I mean, w- when you end up dealing with the, the, the side effects or the symptoms, if you will, of whatever it is that's the real cause of the pain, then you end up with all of the side effects of the medication. And that's where it gets to be unhealthy because those side effects, just like those commercials you watch on TV, when you listen to the side effects, and that's why they see them all quick, when you listen to the side effects, it's like, man, is it really worth it? Like, can I just deal with the agro toenail? I mean, just for the sake of keeping my eyeballs in my eyes? I mean, and so... um so yeah, I mean that that's a cycle that plays out even in just regular medication of various things that we have in our culture and our society. So some of my challenges, I like solitude, but I don't like being lonely. Mm. I'm an introvert, so I like a a quiet time by myself. Uh, I like a time like this that it's just the two of us. I I'm not a guy who likes working in the crowd, but I can do all that. Um, it just takes a little more energy out of me, but then there's that place of, I just don't like being lonely. Uh, and it's not just a physical loneliness. It's an emotional loneliness and, you know, pornography just, uh, it, it makes you feel isolated and alone. And we have talked about that before. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. I don't think we have, but I know that we know somebody who says, and he deals with people who are coming through and help needs help with need help with pornography. Who say, "I feel like I'm on an island all by myself." And then, what's his response? That'd be the most populated island on earth. Exactly. If that was the case, and absolutely, man. There's a difference between solitude and alone. There's a difference between alone and lonely as well. Right. You can be lonely in a crowd, like you've indicated, and I've experienced that. All most of us experience that. <clears throat> you can be lonely in a crowd. You can also be, you know, alone and surrounded, surrounded by people. You can be alone and have people in your life. And, but at the same time, solitude and, and I'm an, I'm a, the opposite. I'm an extrovert, an extreme extrovert. So I love being around people and, and I get energy from being around people. Um, but I have developed over the last several years, kind of a once a year, you know, a few days of solitude practice. And it, the first time I did it, it scared the bajonkies out of me, man. It was like, I'm going to do what? And I mean, and it was fantastic. I did not feel alone or lonely, even though I was by myself for days at a time. And so, and I I loved it. And so the difference in all of those, there is a complete difference, a distinct difference in solitude, alone and lonely. And when you're lonely, man, that is, I mean, that's. That's one of those things that, man, you know, I believe I wasn't there at the moment, but I believe, you know, that, that when Jesus was in the garden, you know, and yeah, Peter, James is not when they came with him and he was like, dude, just, just hang with me and just pray here for a minute. To me, that was the, the almost a spirit of loneliness that, that even was a lot for Jesus to handle at that moment of just dude, I just need you to just ride with me. Just hang with me right here. 
But to be even in that deeper place of the garden and to experience that loneliness, man, that's the, you know, when you get that loneliness in there, that's when you start to question your relationship with God. And, you know, I mean, even Jesus was like, take this cup from me. Like, man, I, you know, this is too much. That's a spirit of loneliness, man. And, and, and so I believe that, you know, he experienced that as well. I mean, the same way we experienced that. I know that's the beauty of the, the gospel where Jesus had taken on our pain and every part of it. And so our episode is about pain. And I wanted to talk about, you know, what are the pains that pornography is trying to mask? You know, we just named loneliness yeah. is one. What are some other pains you think somebody might, you know, who's listening to this that might be trying to deal with that pornography is not helping? Yeah, that's it's a typical counseling kind of thing. It's the BLAD. It's the bored, lonely, angry, and depressed. I mean, that's the... You know, it's, it's that some kind of a state, a sense of, of the moment that I don't want to be in. And, you know, the, uh, being able to be in that moment and to experience those things can be a gift though, to be able to experience, uh, you know, the, 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 what does lonely feel like and being present in that? What does boredom feel like and being present in that? What does anger feel like? And I mean, in terms of, you know, being present in the full scope of the human experience of the emotion and to come out of that and to still come out of that without the shame or the guilt of acting out and to, to bring yourself out of it. Now, a lot of those things I found my secret weapon is worship. I mean, it, in terms of, in terms of dealing with all those different types of pain, but you know, but pain can also be, you know, abuses. I mean, I, you know, man, I, I carried a, a childhood abuse for decades and decades and decades, and it was just only a couple of years ago that I actually dealt with that. And um, and being able to to release that and being able to deal with that and to confront that helps tremendously. And so, you know, with with everything that we do, you know, with with free indeed, we're getting people showing guys how to change the medication. It's not, you're not, you, I don't believe that you'll ever go through the rest of your life without experiencing pain, without experiencing disappointment, without experiencing boredom, lonely, angry, depressed. Yeah, I mean, life is just like that. You're going to have somebody close to you die. You're going to have some bad news. You're going to have something that makes you mad. You know, you're going to have all those full range of experiences in life, but how you deal with those is important. And so that's the gift of what we do is we actually teach guys how to medicate in positive ways and proactive ways so that, you know, you can deal with those things when they come along. I mean, you know, we, we teach guys how to stimulate your own dopamine, your own endorphins, how to stimulate your own oxytocin. I mean, all those same chemicals that we try to medicate and that we we try to bring chemical balance to, there's productive ways to do that. And so I think I just completely hijacked your question. But in terms of the types of pain, you know, those types of pain comes from the 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 full range of experience of being a guy. A lot of us were raised by women because we didn't have a male in our life to show us how to be a man. And it takes a man to raise a man. So some of us are medicating lack of identity. Who am I? I mean, I don't even know who I am. And so, you know, being able to to medicate that, man, there's such a range of things. It's very hard to narrow down what it could be for any one person. But when you experience those things, you can actually recognize those things like, yeah, I'm feeling that right now. Yeah. And that's what you call emotional intelligence of what am I feeling emotionally right now? And to be emotionally intelligent, to be present, to do that, man, that is a gift. 
And women want that, by the way. Women want us to not be robots where we don't feel that kind of stuff and be tough guys where we don't have those feelings, but they want us to be emotionally aware and emotionally intelligent enough to say, I'm experiencing this. And being able to invite them into that experience and to let them walk with us through that journey of that experience. And so whatever that experience is that can result in some kind of a pain, you know, that that's the thing that we have to be careful as to what we do with that present moment. And then what we do with just the experience of dealing with that pain. Yeah. We talked about pain on one of our first episodes and, um, you said that pain is also an indicator of purpose. Oh yeah. And I don't know that we need to repeat everything, but at the same time, you know, you, you said clearly that if, if you're feeling pain, that can point you to some of your, your purpose in life. Man, I believe that. I believe that whatever your greatest pain is, is probably the biggest indicator of your greatest purpose in life. My greatest pain, which was my pornography consumption, which was my addiction to pornography. That was my, I mean, that was the thing I was medicating over and over and over again. Well, then come to find out that, wait a minute, my purpose is wrapped up in my pain. And so if you look back to whatever your pain is in life, whether that was abused childhood or whether that was whatever that pain is, you can easily look into your what and find your why. But but being but not being afraid to look into that what being bold enough and courageous enough to look into that that pain and to be able to examine it. And again, you have to be able to be present with that pain. You have to be able to connect with that pain because I understand what it's like to be hooked on porn. I mean, to a whole nother level. And I'm able to relate to somebody else in ways that I don't have a whole, a whole bunch of initials behind my name, but I can go body blows on with a guy in terms of what his experience is like. Everything I learned didn't come from a book. You know, I got my PhD. My PhD is my porn hater degree. I mean, I, I everything, you know, that I learned, man, it, you know, it didn't come from a seminary. It came from a cemetery. <clears throat> and so, you know, I have that based out of my pain, based out of all of the struggles that I've had. And so when you realize, you know, that you, that quite often your greatest curse can be your greatest blessing, depending on the way you look at it and your pain, your greatest pain can be your greatest purpose, depending on the way you look at it. I, yeah, I've just recently for me, I've continued to develop my understanding of my why, and it's really fueled my, my growth in my mission statement that I have found. Are we going to do mission statements? Uh, we could, but not today. We're running oh, out of man, time. Come on, man. We're running out of time. We're right here, man. I am looking on the calendar, not because we're running out of time for today. I'm looking on the calendar to make sure we, uh, finish well here with this episode. And we can make this a couple parts if we want to talk about pain again, because there's a really, I think, um, it's important for us to talk about how important it is mm -hmm. to work through our pain, let God heal our wounds mm -hmm. because he's the best one to do that. Yeah. And so as we're finishing up here, um, everybody remember to go to kirkmsamuels.com if you want more information about what Kirk is about. And if you want to take that, uh, take your, your, your walk and your freedom to a different level, you want to, uh, you want to experience the class and so I'm stalling because I'm trying to find the date that the class starts. September 13th. Is it September 13th? 2018. We're doing it on Thursdays this year. This oh, fall. look at that. There it is. Uh, you scheduled it, man. You should know. <laughs> yes, I'm looking at my phone as I'm doing this here. Uh, so our, our, first, our next class starts September 13th of this year here in Parker, Colorado. It's a live class, and we want you to be there. I hope you can. 
the schedule and how to get to the class and all that is uh, on the uh, on the website kirkhamsamuels.com. And so I encourage you to do that. We want to meet you in person. We hope that we can do this journey uh, of freedom together. And so with that, we will not quite finish, Kirk. No, because I want to say that people also need to meet you, man. They, they, they really need a guy like you in their life, man, a guy that will just walk with a guy through anything. Well, and that's what we were definitely wanting to do. We're not just about the podcast or the class. We're also wa- about walking together. And so we want to be able to uh, offer that and meet you in person. And if you're listening to this far away and you want to bring the class to you, that is definitely something. We can do that. We can do that and we bring the plane. class we, to we, you. We, I got luggage. I got a suitcase. Yep. I got a passport, I mean, too. Yeah, we can go wherever it needs to be, and we can make this a weekend intensive and uh, really create something special. So with that, we will finish up with this episode of the Free Indeed Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Free Indeed Podcast. Visit freeindeed36.com for more resources with deeper information and upcoming events. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery.